0: Well, one. Well, no, you you would cut off the sorry again. Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. So, um, we are um, completing. Today uh, our shirim on on Nida. Um, there's going to be one share that we're not going to complete just because I don't want to fall behind. So we're going to start volume share that we're going to miss. Perhaps we can do a catch-up share. I'm not sure. So we can we can discuss that if you want. Um, but I think next week uh, the international calendar, uh, the 13th, we should be starting Arachaim. So we need to. Um, so we need to see what we're going to do with that kind of ecological shear. But in the meantime, let's let's begin. Um, so the first question: We know that a woman who basically is a niddah, the oraita. So if she gets her menstrual cycle from the Torah, she has to wait seven days, including all the days that she sees blood. It will not be a problem as soon as she completes uh, her bleeding she will be able to go and um, go to the mikvah on that night. But when it comes to a zaba, so besides for her days when she's bleeding, she has to count akim and then go to the mikvah. Both of them, she goes at night. However, there is a difference on a Torah level because the Gemara Masechet Shabbos tells us, Matamud what does that mean meaning that she's impure until she goes to the mikveh and that we've seen that makes no difference whether she's a zaba or whether she's a nida. And that's how the Shulchan Aruch even if they didn't go to the mikveh for many years, they would still have to go to the mikveh. Um, there, there was a time when I was a, a, a rabbi in, in, in South Africa um, that I came across this phenomenon that basically women who were, um, women had become from, and in, in the years, you know, uh, generally let's say 55, 60 years old and they become from and the woman never went to the mikveh when, you know, in her earlier time. But she doesn't think that she needs to go to the mikveh. Yet, uh, she thinks that's totally incorrect. Meaning that if she got her period five years ago, that was the last time she got a period. But in the meantime, she hasn't gone to the mikveh, she's still impure. Meaning it's it, it was, it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy that women who become from later on in life don't realize that they actually still have to go to the mikvah, even though they haven't had a period for a number of years. So that's just, this is this, the halakha that the Shukharach is telling us, that a woman, even many years after she saw uh, the bleeding, has to go to the mikveh. And the benefit, you know, the benefit is that these women they only have to go to the mikvah once in their entire life afterwards, because after that, you know, there shouldn't be a reason that would they would have to go to the mikvah again. You know, you know, maybe that's not a, a benefit, whatever it is. But the point is that she only has to go to the mikvah once in her life. If she became from after menopause, you know, it's it's a tragedy that she could spend the next twenty years with her husband without being with, just, just from a lack of knowledge, uh, and all she had to do was go to the mikvah once. So that's, I'm just pointing that out. It's a very important uh, uh, halacha that should be told um, to women, um, obviously the right uh, um, uh, scenarios and, and and where to publicize that, if that's a separate question. Okay, um, what happens now with the second question? And that is the timing of going to the mikvah. And the timing of going to mikveh is divided into a few parts. First of all, what time, day or night, um, is it critical that it happens as soon as she becomes clean? And uh, we'll see that is there a distinction between, at least on a Torah level, between going to the mikveh during the day or going to the mikveh during the night for certain scenarios. So first of all, is there an obligation to go to the mikveh as soon as possible? Is there a mitzvah to go to the mikveh as soon as possible? And the Rishonim debate this. And one of the main sources is this Gemara in Yerushalmi. It says as follows, We've learned in the Mishnah. Uh, woman, uh, uh, those husbands returning home. The question is, A husband walks in. He doesn't know whether he can give his wife a hug and kiss or not. Why? Because he's not sure whether she has gone, whether she's pure or impure. Says the Gemara, we can assume that she is tohora, unless he knows otherwise. And Rabbi Hanina, that it is prohibited for a woman, basically to remain in a status of impurity, if he can go to the mikveh. obviously if she can't go to the mikvah, then obviously there's no issue. Now, this is paraphrasing, a concept in halacha called tevilah bismanah mitzvah, that there's actually a mitzvah for a woman to go to the mikvah during the time that she's able to. And this is a big debate amongst the Rishonim. Is there actually a mitzvah or isn't there? And look what the Beit Yosef writes. The Beit Yosef says as follows. this is in Siman Kufca the dalma, that that Yerushalmi that we just said is not the accepted opinion. Rather, the halacha follows the opinion that it is not a mitzvah to go just because she can't go. Says the Beit Yosef, we see that a woman doesn't go to the make- if her husband's not in town. Near it. However, yeah, the Beit Yosef makes a, a distinction. If the husband is in town, mitzvah then there is a mitzvah to go on the correct time. Because we know this famous story that the Malach comes to yoshua uh, and he's ready to punish him and Yoshua asks, why, um, why? What? Was, what was? What? What did I do? And uh, is it? And, and and there were a few possibilities: either that basically they weren't learning Torah, or because basically he wasn't—he uh, he stopped men from—he stopped men from being with mm-hmm. their wives because of the din of uh, and, and being mevatel mitzvah piriaviriyah. The point is, from that story, we see how problematic it is. And this is how the Shulchan rules in Kufzali Zayin Sifbet. Im mitzvah If the husband is in town, that's when there's a mitzvah to go to the mikvah on time. In order not to miss the uh, opportunity of, of uh, fulfilling the mitzvah of, of having children. Even one word. Now. There are three things that we, we can learn from this uh, very short Shulchan Aruch. Point number one: When the husband isn't around, there is no mitzvah according to the Shulchan Aruch of going to the mikvah for the sake of going to the mikvah. What we classical, what, what's classically termed in halacha, tvi'la bismana mitzvah. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't pass that. The Shulchan Aruch passes something else. That there is a mitzvah to go to the mikveh in order to not to nullify the possibility of a woman being with her husband. But then he adds something else. He doesn't say not with a husband being not with a woman being with a husband, but he stresses libatomi period. In order not to nullify the principle of periodia, which is procreation. So this leads us to a second question. Okay. So uh, uh, the husband is in town. There's a mitzvah, arguably, to go to the mikvah, you know, as early as possible. Fine. But the woman is menopausal. Or oh, she's pregnant. And and well, if she's pregnant, why don't you go to the mikvah? Yeah, that sometimes happens. Women are pregnant and they see a stain, and because of their bleeding, they're, she has to she becomes a need she has to go to the mikvah. But there's no mitzvah period of already if a woman's already pregnant, right? So in that case, is a syllabus. And this is the discussion. Look at the dark etar. Dark Itara Mordechai Yahweh says, even though the has, there's not going to the woman's menopausal, there's no possibility of having children. She's pregnant, she's an old lady. Or whatever, other medical issues, for whatever reason, she's not going to be able to fall pregnant, even if the couple are together. For another reason, says there's a mitzvah to be with her husband on this time. So, although it's not a din in Periyabaribia, it's a din in mitzvah ona, and that says the is important enough that a woman should definitely go to the mikvah. Says Rab Ovadia Yosef, Avalim ain't ba'ala ba'ir. Now, let's take the opposite case. A woman's husband isn't around. So the Shulchan Aruch passed him like Rabbeinu Tam, that there is no mitzvah bizmana in the scenario, right? So should she go to the Mikveh or not? Says the Ta'arat Rab Ovadia, Avalim ain't And that's In such a case, she doesn't have to go. The Yeishom Rimshet kosher ba'ala ba'ir not only does she not have to go, but she shouldn't go because of a, a this is a, a danger. The danger is more connected to the Zohar. I mean, basically, when a woman goes to the mikvah, she should be with her husband. So for her to go to the mikveh and not be with her husband, it, it's, I, I don't understand, you know, we don't understand the, 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 the mystical issues involved. But that's what the Rabbabadi is saying. If the, the woman's husband is not around, then maybe it's preferable, it sounds like it's preferable according to Rabbi that she shouldn't go to the Midrash. However, Rabbi Eliashev Knoll says as follows, A woman should not defer her beir, Even if her husband is not around in the same city. As soon as she can go to the mikvah, let's say so it's a Tuesday night, she should go to the mikvah on Tuesday night. Because there is always a possibility. Then her husband might be, you know, he was meant to go on a, on a business journey and was meant to be a week, but whatever the, the, the business got, the, the meeting got canceled then he's on a flight home and he wanted to surprise his wife. Um, so, you know, who knows? All of these scenarios, uh, husband's gone to the army for Miloim. The army let him out. All of these possibilities, <speaking in Hebrew> Rav Knol saying, there's a possibility that the husband will rock up on the doorstep and it will be 12 o'clock at night and then she won't be able to go to the Mikvah. Now, Rav Osna says like this, <speaking in Hebrew> if it's certain that he's not coming. For example, the husband is in a different country and he calls her, he calls her from the different country. You know, today everyone's got WhatsApp they can call and he tells her and, and, and it's literally she's deciding whether in the next 10 minutes she should go to the microphone And he's calling her and he's, he's calling her from New York City. And he says, yeah, that, you know, even if he would get on a plane now, he wouldn't get, get home. So she knows 100% that that night the husband's not coming. In such a case, says the Shabbat Alevik, Shabbat lo yavo, ita b'poskimu kodesh, the sakana That There's actually a sakana litbol. Uh, and this is also the dark Etara. He says like this. Um, now, the, uh, uh, sorry. So, so we finished that, that unit. Um, when the husband is not in town, According to many poskim, there's a danger and she shouldn't go to the mikvah. But Knoll is saying that even if there is a slight possibility, one should go to the mikvah. And I think Ravozna would agree with that. Ravozna was just saying if it's an absolute certainty, the woman spoke to her husband five minutes ago and he's in New York, you know, and it's 10 o'clock in the morning there and she has to decide whether she's going to the mikvah now or not, that's a a ladder. But other than that, I think even Ravozan would agree that you should try uh, try go to the mikveh. Now, what else should when else should she not go to the mikveh, even though in theory it's her time to go to the mikvah? Says the Since there's a prohibition of them being together, uh, she can't go to the mikvah, yom Kippurim. Why? Right? Because in those days, obviously she can't be with her husband. But other days it is permitted. Um, there are poskim that say on Rosh Hashanah, for example, uh, perhaps a woman shouldn't, but the maise, the mice, I think all poskim say that uh, if, if that is the day, then one should, uh, then a woman should go, be with her husband. What happens if? of the spouse are mourners one of the laws of mourning is is, uh, marital relations are prohibited umotarim now, they can still touch, but they cannot do um, things like like kissing and, and, and showing your perfection. So a woman during her nidah should not go to the mikveh. Why? For a technical, other technical reason, she can't go to, she can't wash herself. And obviously she can't have relations. Now, one of the opposite, her husband is an, is, is an Abel, so here, so here on the one hand there's still going to be a prohibition of her relations. The second problem of her going to the mikveh because of bathing doesn't apply to her. She can go to the mikveh, she can make a bracha, so she can still touch him, etc. Uh, but then, because this is not for the sake of having marital relations, she should not go to the mikvah on a Friday night. Um, now, Moriva um, Rabbi, Rav Shlomo Levi, says as follows uh, What would happen, right? Um, let's say there's an important dinner that the couple have to go to or a wedding etc what would happen in that case is it permissible mm-hmm. if both the husband and the wife agree to delay going to the mikveh that night says share ora of shamalayli that is what should be done nevertheless ano poskim l'hak rabenu the bottom line is, we passim like Rabbeinu Tam she'Tvila b'zmanai mitza. That going to the mikveh in its time is not a mitzvah. L'chein einze chovag mura in Hanagana Chana. It's not an absolute obligation. Rather, it is the correct uh, 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 procedure. UveMikreat Zorech Yesh Makom Lishkol Etchiyata Tvila. In a case of need, Yesh Makom Lahakel. That's what he's saying. For example, a couple's catching a, a flat, right? Uh, out of the country. Now for her to try and get to the mikvah, <laughs> get home, and 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 get packed and, and it's it's going to cause a lot, a lot of stress on the couple in etc. There, what Rav, Rav Shlomo is saying is there's room to be makal. He's not saying one should be maker, but yes. but he adds, He's explaining why he thinks there's room to be maker. He says, look, we want to make sure that going to the mikveh is done and uh, many women get very, very um, anxious about going to the, to the mikveh. You know, the, the laws of Chatzitzah, especially for a woman who's suffering from some type of OCD uh, um, uh, complex, going to mikveh is a serious, serious anxiety, uh, um, you know, can bring on an anxiety attack when, when women are very much about everything and they start worrying about these things. So he said, mm-hmm. I imagine she has to catch a flight. Imagine that kind of the, uh, the, the situation that's going to put her in. When both, the husband and the wife agree. And it's important that both the husband and the wife agree because this isn't something that only applies to the wife, only applies to the husband. Um, you know, it could be that the husband is feeling that he is not able to, you know, he's feeling that he needs to be with his wife. Um, and, and if he's not with his wife, it's going to cause certain other problems in halakha but if both of them agree not for something you know something very trivial uh, but where there is a real need um now there shouldn't be something standardized this is a a once-off kind of thing now let's go back to the din of going when so we've discussed the first aspect of tefillah bismana, and that is going at the correct time. Should it be delayed? Should it not be delayed? And we found basically that it shouldn't be delayed, but it's not exactly tefillah bismana mitzvah. Rather, it's for a, 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 a the mitzvah is mitzvat ona. That is the real mitzvah, right? and that's very different. And therefore, in certain scenarios, yesh makom lahakel. <laughs> But now there's a second question. When does one go to the mikvah? During the day, during the night? So let's see the Gemayim, the Sechah Tzachim, the a very important uh, Klalei Din. Because the brighter the, the, the teaches us, Kol chayavet all women or all people that need to go to the mikvah. The time that they go to the mikvah is actually during the day. Um, We know this very well from the the concept in halacha called a yom. What's a yom? A tfulyom was a person that went to the mikveh during the day and they needed to wait for the sun to set to basically get their full level of purity. But when did they go to the mikvah? They went to the mikvah during the day. Those who are studying daf, Yomi, this is coming up over and over again. The people that were, you know, that the that, T'ful that, uh, Yom for the Paraduma, we had it a few dafim da, da, ago, et cetera. There is clearly many people, especially in the times of the Beit Mikdash. it was very common for people to go to the mikvah. Uh, and I'm not talking about a Hasidic type of going to the mikvah. I'm talking about people that had to go to the mikvah from an absolute halachic obligation, would go during the day. That's what the mission is telling you. However, neither be I led it. A woman who's a nida, or a woman who is uh, after giving birth, they have to go at night. The tiny we've learned in the bright day. You might think that a nidah woman can go during the day. A full seven days she is in her status of nidah. And therefore, that that a woman cannot, who's a niddah, cannot go to the mikvah while uh, during the day. That's an issue. That that's, that's not going to um, hold water uh, on a Torah level. The is and the Torah connects a woman who's given birth to a nidah. and therefore these two women can only go at night. Meaning, let's take the classic uh, nidah woman. Uh, going back to the niddah in the mid-oraita. A woman gets her menstrual cycle. She sees for six and a half days. That's fine. She stops seeing on the seventh day. She 12 o'clock in the afternoon. She cannot go to the mikvah. She has to wait another six hours, let's call it, till nightfall. And then, only then she can go to the mikvah. Now, where's the sheba the seven clean days? Remember, I'm talking about a niddah, the oraita. Niddah, the oraita doesn't have seven clean days. What we do today, going back to our first shirim in, in this volume, we assume that a woman today is, we take the humras of both a nidah woman and a zaba, meaning a zaba, she has to wait Sheben akim. Now, if she has to wait Sheben akim, a zaba, or can go to the mikveh in the day, even on the seventh day. Now, uh, the Gemara says like this, Let's assume so. So, we know that a woman who is a niddah cannot go during the day, she has to go at night. A Zaba, at least on a Torah level, could go during the day on the seventh day as long as she waits until the nightfall to be with her husband. However, the rabbis weren't happy with that either uh, because if after going to the mikvah, she still might see have a sea blood, and that will nullify her going to the mikveh retroactively. But there's another reason why we need to be machmir going uh, to the mikveh during the day. So let's just clarify, for Nida, if she can't go during the day. For a Zaba, it's it's, it's, it's it's not exactly an Isidrabanan, but there is a chashash. There's a chashash. Midoraita, she can definitely go to the mikveh on the seventh day. Um, but midrach, well, let's not leave it. Let's leave it as a midrach for the midrach. Now, the Gemari Masechem Nida, some of Zayin adds, throw something else in the, in the, in the pot. Amarav Nidah A woman who is a nida, and now it's her time. She finishes the seventh day. So she can't go to the mikvah on the seventh day. She has to wait till the night of the eighth day. The bismana. But let's say this little woman, she didn't, well, either she didn't come clean or whatever it was. So the seventh day has come, the seventh day has passed. It's now the eighth day, the ninth day. According to Rav, as soon as you've got your seven days, after that, there's no problem, at least Midoraita, and according to Rav, we're going to think, but during the day, Rav Yochanan says no. Between Bismana and Shelo, Even the eighth day, it's the ninth day. So we've got her Shivat Yamim Teiv Nirata. She's fulfilled that uh, um, requirement. Why can't she not go to the mikvah on the eighth day? Says Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Strach Bita. Basically, because her daughter might misinterpret, your daughter sees her mother going to the mikvah, what will happen? Rabbi Yochanan understands that we are concerned that the daughter will misunderstand what talach is. And then she will think that she, when she grows up, will be permitted to go to the mikvah on the seventh day in the day. And because this is called, and because of that says Rabbi Yochanan, Chazal instituted that a, that a woman, even not bismana, can't go to the mikvah during the day. And then the Gemara says that even rabbi agreed with him in the end. Okay. How do we on alach alamayse? Alach we pass alach rabbi That there's a problem of a woman going to the mikvah during the day, even though we said that midoraita, if she was a niddah woman and it's on the eighth day, there would be no problem. And if it's a zava woman on the seventh day, there would be no problem. In both cases, Midoraita, there would be no problem. But now we have a problem of Shrach Bita, that a woman, is a, a daughter, is going to misunderstand when she can go to the mikveh during the day. And because of that, there seems to be a Zerah Rabbanan, and woman can't go to the mikveh during the day. How does this Halakha Lamaiseh uh, translate uh, into practical Halakha? So here we find the Machloket Rishonim. The Rashbam, this is quoting, the, the Mordechai quotes the Rashbam. It sounds like according to the Mordechai, the Rashbam says that a woman cannot go to the Mikvah during the day. Not only can she not go to the mikveh during, during the day, she cannot even go to the Mikvah during the day. She has to leave to go to the mitvah after nightfall. However, what was the Xaira according to Rabbeinu Tam? The Xaira is that the daughter is going to misunderstand, she's going to misinterpret. Now, if the woman left to go to the mikveh at four o'clock in the afternoon, but comes home at seven o'clock in the, in the evening and let's say sunset was, 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 you know, whatever, 6.30, according to Rabbeinu Tam, that's not a problem. Because as the, the Ika is when she comes home. That is what the Zayra of Chazal would. Then, look, if she comes home at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the daughter's going to know that she went to the mikveh. But if she comes home at 7 o'clock in the, in the evening, and she went to the Mikvah 4.30 in the afternoon, how's the daughter going to know? Meaning the daughter just knows she came home from the mikveh at 7 o'clock. And according to Rabbeinatam, that is enough for the Zayra of Shrachbita. Now this sheet of time is going to be critical. It sounds like we're going through Rabbi, is time, she can go to the mikvah during the day. The only critical thing is she comes home at night. Is she talking? Are we talking about the eighth day? Are we even talking about the seventh day? Because remember, when we're talking about the seventh day today, we're not talking about a real nida. We're talking about a nida she i.e., It's after the seven days since she started seeing blood, or, or the seventh day of her Zaba, of a Sheven right? Both of them, midoraito, isn't a problem. It's only from Shrach Bita that it is a problem. Comes along, Rab- Rabbi says it's not a problem of Shrach Bita if she comes home at nightfall. Was he referring to who are Going to the mikveh during the eighth day or going to the mikveh even on the seventh day. So let's leave that as a, a, a question for now. Um, let's see how the Rashbam, uh, the Rosh understood the Rashbam. The Rashbam aya machmir, shelo tit bull and sha If you notice the the Mordechai understood the rashbam differently here. The Mordechai said that uh, according to the Rashbam, a woman can't go to the mikvah, not toib, can't even go to the mikvah until nightfall. Whereas according to the Rosh, the Rashbam was saying she can't immerse herself in the mikvah until nightfall. But she wants to go and, and prepare, and, and you know, m- many women go and prepare at the mikvah. So they're going to go an hour earlier. Uh, according to the Rosh, there's no problem. According to the, the Rashbam never said that there would be a problem. And Rabbeinu Tam would say, that you not that. The Roshi is saying explicitly, that according to Rabbeinu Tam, there's no problem of a woman toiling even during the day. Now he adds, not during the day, not 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Meaning, okay, just before sunset, you know, at that time and she comes home after the nightfall. So this is a big machloket between the Rashbam and Rabbeinu Tam. And within the shit of the Rashbam, we have a machloket between the Rosh and the Molochai how to understand. How do we pass nalacha l'maysev? How does the Shulchan Arach it? Says the Shulchan Arach, li biyom shvi, she cannot go to the... On the seventh day, and even if a woman would wait until the eighth day of the ninth day, she can't go to the mikvah even on the eighth day of the ninth day because of the problem of her daughter will misunderstand. Right um, now, the Ramah gives one exception to the rule, and the exception to the rule is a bride. They can go to the mikveh during the day. Why? Because they're only gonna see the, 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 the chatan during the night. But after the i.e. after they get married, then we don't view her as a bride. I mean, she is viewed as halachically as a bride, in the second humor. So we know that the special dinim of a bride, the first 30 days, even on Yom Kippur. So for this purpose, she's not considered a bride anymore, meaning she's like every other woman, and there's a problem of going to the mikvah. Once she's got married, there's a problem of of her going to the mikvah uh, during the day. Now, um, we saw before that there is a miss, or there is a machlok in how to understand the shit of the Rashbam. Did he mean that you can't go to the mikvah? Or did he mean that you could go to the mikvah according to the Rosh, but you just can't immerse until now. Look at the sifte coin, the, the, the Shach, also the Bach. The katab chadash Ay, the Shach is basically accepting the opinion of Bait Chadash, who says, lalechet mi yom aso. even for a woman to go to the mikvah during the day would be prohibited. <speaking in Hebrew> But this is assuming that the woman gets prepared at home, and all she's doing is she's just going to the mikveh to, to, um, to, to, to basically to immerse herself. Now, she, now the, the, the shach says, Today, most mikvahs, they also have uh, preparation rooms and baths, etc., etc., and so there's clearly you could understand that a woman who's going to mikveh she's not going straight into the mikveh she's going might be going there to prepare, right? And shaa uh, or kodem chashecha it would be permitted for her to go even an hour or two before sunset. And kamishum Now the shach is saying this even according to the shittah of the Rashbam. Why? Because there she's going for the sake of the bath and not for the sake of the, the mikveh, right? And she only goes to the Mikvah after sunset. So the bottom line is we basically have the shittah of the Rashbam and the shittah of the, according to the Mordechai. He says she can only go to the mikvah if after night. She only goes into the water, immerses herself after night, comes along the Shach and the Taz, sorry, the Shach and the Bach and say, Rarely she shouldn't go to the mikvah be- before. I we machmir, we, machmir, uh, we don't accept the opinion of the Rosh. However, if there's going to be a changing room or preparation room there, then we are makeal even in the shit of the Rashman. So it's an interesting third kind of shit of here. It's not really a third That they understanding this is a shit of the Rashman. You, you can only go to the mikvah after nightfall. But if there's a reason why you're going and it can be understood that it's going for other reasons, then that would also be okay. All right. Um, just the, the shach points out, this din of shach mitah applies to women even if they don't have children, even if they don't have a daughter. Yeah, the it's, it's The only exception that we found was for a kala, but a color is 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 different because she's categorically in a different uh, um uh, situation. And because of that, the, the, the halacha is different. Now, okay, uh, let's just um uh, let's let's uh, basically talk. Let's quickly read the, the Darkitara. We're running out of time. Okay, they're up to now. And um, and then he says, and That's the optimal
1: time. So
0: and then and what's the problem then? And therefore, יש chashash שאחרי שצידבול בתחצור בציירת דם בצידפתל תפילת安娜 מ affirmative. Now this is a chashash mid the rabbanan because mid going to the mikvah on the seventh day of the seven nikkim is okay. It's only mid the rabbanan that this is chashash. Right? Um, and bishat atchak he says you yishal not be able to pull a carashkiyah after the we, she can go off to Shkiyah. So the dark etar is actually quite Machmir. He's saying that a woman should only go to the mikveh after to and be Tzachak after to What happens on Friday night? Now, on Friday night, there could be, we want to be Machmir. To go after after Taita and that's the optimal time. Mitzad Yilchut and Mikveh, but there might be another problem. And now Shabbos, uh, there's a problem of going to, to to bath on Shabbos, and there's that's Xaira a Now, woman going into a mikveh is that the part of the Xaira of going into a bathhouse? You know, Chazal prohibited going into a bathhouse on on, uh, Shabbat. So what's the status of going into a mikvah? Regarding this issue, says the She'ur She'bet HaLevi. Now, our mikvahs today, they're all heated. Perhaps it's permitted to be first of all, in the previous let's call it the last two, three hundred years, where you've had heated mikvahot, we haven't heard of the gadolim making of uh, Now, that's a very, very, um, basically, what's he saying? That if we, if we don't allow them to go to the mikvah in heated water, they're not going to go to the twila Meaning, that rain really, it's a problem. But there's a greater problem of them not going to the mikvah. But then he says, The takes a different approach. That who says the was on a Mikvah? the Xaira was on a Beit Merchat? Beit Hamerchatz is in a Mikvah. and therefore, mitzvah, there's no, there's no Now then he brings the nolbi yehuda, and the, the nolbi yehuda has a, a shocking statement. He says, look, meaning this isn't such a, uh, he, he's going back to the first shita. This isn't simple halachically, but I'd rather them be shogging than, than Um Now yeah, that's quite a very machmesh that. but most of the poskim didn't view this as, you know, let's say you've got a Yira Tramaim lady. So should she not go to the mikvah during the night? No. Most of them did not view that this is a din of mutabshi shog again. And you only apply mutapshi shog again if a woman's not going to listen to you. But if she's going to listen to you, then tell her. Meaning that the fact that we tell women to go to the mikvah on Friday night means that we didn't accept the nodabihudah. Because today our bodies are weaker than in general, no who can go into a freezing cold mikvah. And therefore he says we all choile. So as for choile, we know in Hilchot Shabbos, many Xerot de Raban do not apply to a Choile. Even um, a Choile Faimbo Sakan. And because of that, he holds. Uh, this is this is alma uh, and therefore it's permitted. So according to Rav Vosna a woman can go to the mikvah. It's not a problem uh, and there's nothing to talk about. Uh, he brings the, the the but it doesn't sound that that is his uh, um, opinion. Rather his opinion is that there's enough room to be michael we, uh, we can be some We can be some on the Sidrei Taira and for other reasons it's not a problem. Comes along Ravavad Yosef, right, uh, and he makes an, another Chilok. if the world is hot or lukewarm, le'chatchil mashot, it is preferable that she actually goes to the mikveh during be'enash mashot. Now we saw that be'enash mashot was not ideal, according to many opinions, according to the Rashbam. was only ideal according to Rabbi Nutam. That was a big machloket, Right? Here says the Rabbovadia, on, on Lel Shabbat, I'd prefer to go with the opinions that basically rely on Rabbi Nutam and go after Ben Hashmashot, which might even be okay according to the Rashbam, um, then and and now, how does that help if it's uh, sh- 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 we know that many zeirot the rabbanan do not apply during during benash mashot? Yeah, that's the famous mishnah in uh, Bamei Madlikin. So, so based on that, maybe this zeira doesn't apply during benash sh- And since the doesn't apply during benash sh- that's the optimal time according to Rabbi Yosef. <speaking in Hebrew> Satrakash, she can also go afterwards. Now, this might come to a, uh, um, an interesting scenario. You get women lining up to go to the mikvah right? on, on, on Friday night. Um, so, who goes in first? Usually, the one who goes in first is, you know, first come, first serve. Not that I've been there, but this is, this is what I'm told. Right? That, you know, first come, first serve. But, but, but there could be a scenario that you've got two women. Uh, uh, one is a uh, follows the psaq of Rabbi Yosef, and another woman doesn't follow Rabbi Yosef. So, there, there could be an Indian to let the woman who is Machped on Friday night to go Benash Mashal to let her go first, and, and for the other woman to go afterwards. Other the as we saw, Benash Mashalot is a kula, sorry, is a Khumra regarding Hilchot Shabbos but it's a kula regarding Hilchot Nida. So it's it's, it's not so clear. So some posts are going to say, Lechat Chila, do it in Ben Hashemash. Other posts are going to say, Lechat Chila, still do it after Tzayt HaKochavim. Ah, it's a problem inside Hilchot Shabbos. Just say that. There are enough reasons to be made. So we see from here, Rabbi holds that I'm more concerned in this case regarding the problem of Hilchot Shabbos to say that you should go during Ben Hashemash other poskim would say the opposite. Okay, what happens if a woman does need to go to the mikvah and she can't go at night? This, unfortunately, unfortunately, has become uh, very practical in the last month in Eretz Israel. There was a psaq in the city of Lod, that a woman should go to the mikveh during the day. And why, where does Epsach come from? The Gemarae Nida Samach zain At kin Rav Idi Barnash. So Rav Idi Barnash instituted that a woman should go to the mikvah during the day on the eighth day. Why? mishum Apparently there were lions roaming at the, the streets at night, um, And it was dangerous for a woman to go out at night and go to the mikvah. She, you know, she might come across a lion. Yaakov uh, Mishum In town, the problem was there were thieves, robbers. Mishum Tsina. The problem over there was it was too cold, was freezing at night, and during the day it was more uh, bearable. Raba Mishum Ablay. was apparently the mikvah was like out of the, the gates of the city, and the woman would have to come across the gatekeepers. And the gatekeepers uh, might uh, want to uh, sexually offend uh, the ladies. So because of all of these problems, all these rabbonim, all these amoraim instituted that a woman can go to the mikvah on the eighth day. Ah, what about Shrachbita, right? So where there is where there was a necessity, there was some type of honest, the xayra of Shrachbita didn't apply. Okay? Um, and this is how the Shulchan Aruch passes. where there is a problem of honest right? uh, Some type of problem. In the case of Lod, it was because of the, the riots that were happening there, right? The Arab riots, and there was there was dangerous for women to go out to the mikvah says the Shulchan even though there is an honest, she can't go to the mikvah on the seventh day. She can't go to the mikvah on the seventh day. Says the Darke Tara, even if she goes on the eighth day, she has to be careful not to come in contact with her husband until nightfall. If it's really needed, says Rav Mordechai uh, Eliyahu, they can be together, um, but they can't be b'yichud. Meaning, we're still concerned of them having marital relations. Rav uh basically takes this heter of the eighth day uh, one step further. He says, He says, even though it's only permitted in time of Ones, there was a, a, a family wedding the night before. Yeah? On condition that she only sees a husband that night. Yeah? So this is this is a quite a quite a radical shit of Rabhavadya. Yeah? Basically, the eighth day, as long as there was some reason, some reason why the woman couldn't go to the mikvah on the night, it would be permitted for her to go to the mikvah on the eighth day. What about Shrachbita? Ravavadya is saying that this the xaira didn't apply when there was a reason. Huh? Now, he says something even more. <laughs> if a woman pushed her mikvah to the eighth day, And if she would wait till the night, the husband will not be able to be with his wife. Let's say he's going overseas, whatever it is. He's catching a seven o'clock flight. Meaning that if she doesn't go to the mikvah during the day and they're not together in that day, he's not going to be able to be with her. But then he says, sorry. He still says, but they can't be together until the nightfall. they can't be together until nightfall. Uh, so what's the problem? The problem is, is that if you would wait till nightfall and come home, they wouldn't have enough time because you would have to get a flight at 10 o'clock at night. But if you would have gone to the mikvah during the day, they would manage. In that case, it would be permitted. Now comes one of the, the more uh, uh, critical shyness. What would happen in the case of a woman not being able to table on the seventh night, on the night of, really at the end of the seven days, eh, the night of the eighth, is there any time that we would permit her to go to the mikvah even on the seventh day? Remember, if we're talking about a nidah writer, there's nothing to talk about. Obviously, a woman can't go to the mikvah during the day. That doesn't work. The woman that we're talking about today is not really a nidah writer it's either nida of aval lo meaning it's not on the seventh day, it's many days after. Or it's a zaba, and a zaba midoraita can go to the mikvah on the seventh day. So we are machmir that a woman has to wait seven akim, but by her waiting seven akim, she's definitely not nida bismana, and if she's a zaba, for a zaba, it's mutar midoraita for her to go to the mikvah on the seventh day. But we said there was a Shrach she can't go. And there was another problem that, that uh, Chazal were worried that if a woman got go to the mikvah as a zava, she um, uh, uh, might turn out that basically she would then see, and the problem would be that basically it would retro- nullify her, her going to the mikvah retroactively. So what would be such a So here, Ravozne quotes the following scenario, question posed to the Chazanishh. A couple were going overseas, let's call it one of these um, uh, um, cruises. And it's a three week cruise. And the cruise is meant to leave the harbor at five o'clock in the afternoon. And it's her seventh day, meaning if she would wait to go to the mikvah, that's it. Three weeks on the cruise, she won't be able to go to the mikvah. The couple, for obvious reasons, did not want the situation that she's going to be for such a long time on the boat, and she's still going to be considered a nida. Now, since it's not a this there's a This is on her seventh day of her shevenakim, be the writer, there's no problem. The question is, is it permitted? One of them, even, they, let's say, she would go to the mikvah and she wouldn't meet her husband until after nightfall. Uh, and that would be as if she hasn't come home until nightfall, which we saw was a shit of Rabbeinu Tam. So that's the question. The chazonish was machmir. But Rav basically argued. Rav says he thinks it's not in such a case. Or for any other possibility where basically it's going to be a very big problem. Um, uh, When I was in South Africa one of the one of the common problems was that not every community had a mikvah. Now, meaning that basically, a woman um, in certain communities, if she wanted to, if, if her mikvah fell on Friday night, basically they would have to literally go to a different community and spend Shabbos there, or delay going to the mikvah until until the night until Motzei Shabbos. Both of them were not ideal, um, and so. The psak, if I remember, of the baiting was basically she could go to the mikvah as long as she didn't see her husband until after night. So the husband would have to go to shul early and she wouldn't see him until, until after night. So that And that was even on the seventh day. And this is the case of the chazanesh, who was mahmir, but we see. Ravozna was mechal. Now, Ravosna is mechal if it's going to be an extended period. So I don't think Ravozna would be makel in the case that I just described. However, there are other possibilities, right? Uh, he says like this, let's just read Rav Ozna. But for example, it was just the case of Motsay Shabbos versus Farina. I think Rav Ozna seems to be machin. But Rav Ovad Yosef says otherwise. Rav Ovad Yosef says as follows. If As long as she only comes home afterwards. In such a case, Ravavadya was making if she won't be able to go on the eighth day or the ninth day. So um the case that I brought was actually even more makeup because she could go on Mozart Shabbos, but never... Nevertheless, yesh ma'kom la'kel Obviously, this should be discussed with one's own uh, local halachic uh, um, authority. All right. So that was the end of the... We got through most of the week. We'll start Arachain. Uh, we just have to decide whether there's going to be a, a, a up Shira on that. So I'm not sure if you uh, if you want to do a catch-up shear or have to see if that's possible. I think maybe let's uh, start with our and let's see where we can fit in another share. Okay. So Yashar Koa Chazon Kol